0: Hey girls and gays Hey Hey, girls
1: girls and and gays
2: Gays.
0: (laughs) I am screaming (laughs) We are blessed this episode To have Two co-hosts Sing for us instead of Nyak. I know. Nyak, they're out for your jobs.
2: This is actually, I'm shaking. (laughs) And in these uncertain times, I need to up my game.
0: You do. Welcome back to another episode of I Said What I Said. Where we... Close the gap between who we are and who we want to be.
2: And where we are and where we want to be. I am your host, Mukundwa. And I am your co-host with the absolute most, Nyakwezi. Nyakwezi.
0: Today, we have two incredible guests yes. with us today, all the way from Peru, not necessarily by choice. Uh, we have Nunu back in action. Hey! And a new guest, Tsepi. Hi! So, our two friends are across the oceans.
1: They are... How do we describe what's, what's, what's happening? We are in a state of emergency in a foreign country. <laughs> And we cannot leave.
0: (laughs) So they both traveled and can't come back to SA because of the coronavirus. Yeah. So first of all, well done for keeping like mentally intact and sane.
3: Shout out to Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, you know, all the social media gang. (laughs) What up? What up? up, And Netflix. And Netflix.
1: Netflix did us a solid.
0: Hectic. This is a whole episode in itself. Um, (laughs) But today we're actually here to discuss Intimacy. Because you've all shaken me to the core. I asked on my Instagram story, I said, what are some boundaries you have to keep when in a casual relationship? What are some things that are off limits? And a lot of the things mentioned were just basic ways of kind of being intimate and kind to one another. And so we have Tepi and Nunu to discuss and debate if a line exists and why should it. Essentially, why are we afraid of intimacy and why do we police it? Um, and this is again A conversation we're having because a lot of you have expressed you don't want to discuss coronavirus. So we have obliged. (laughs) So let me run you guys through some of the responses. And I just want to hear what you guys think. So this is the first one. And I know Nunu has a comment. Do sweet girlfriend or boyfriend stuff like coming over when you're sick. That is not acceptable. Is that realistic, guys? It's
3: unacceptable. I'm so, so sorry. Guys, so this is a time of COVID. Tippy had bronchitis, and she's my friend, and I love her, and I was. Literally disgusted by her. She couldn't confirm this. I, can. I even had to tell other friends because I was like, I was
1: going through a lot. Guys, she really thought I had coronavirus. <laughs> I gave her all the logical reasons I couldn't have it, but she was still like, hey, no. And
0: she refused.
1: Doug! I'm still. She was still mad at you for stuck. contracting this disease. She was looking
3: at me sideways when I'm calm. <laughs> I, was, I stayed looking at her sideways even to this day if she has a little tickle. I don't do it now with my eyes, I just do it internally with my. <laughs> My inner eye, my th- with my third eye.
1: Wait, sorry. I'm
3: screaming. Just
1: getting back to the okay. point. Is it a problem if somebody comes to look after you when you're sick? Is this like for casual relationships? Yes. Or- oh no, that's too much. That's way too much. No, really? it's a lot.
2: Okay, so wait. I just want to do a, a quick definition. Like what? Okay. What yeah. is a casual relationship? Like how casual is casual? Like just the thing that you're having a thing with, or is it like uh, you know? That you just haven't defined the relationship person, but you're still going
1: to watch yeah, movies. Yeah, I feel and like stuff. when you're exclusive but aren't calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend, you're still casual.
0: Oh wow! Tsepi said, said, until you walk
3: me down the aisle, That's-
0: like until
1: you put a label on it, put a real label, not a millennial label, put a traditional old school label on it.
3: But does yeah. do, does the label actually? I mean so say you don't okay say you've actually defined the relationship right because I think that's actually what is sort of like the big divider between like what's casual and what's not Mm -hmm. so say you've defined the relationship and you said we're exclusive but maybe we're not using boyfriend girlfriend or we're not using significant other but we said that this is my person I'm this person's person and we are in this together but we don't have a label on it but it's And I feel like that to me implies that it's not casual. Whereas like with a casual thing, Mm. it sort of implies that there may be like an expiry date. You know, cuffing season is such a real thing. I think it may just be for that time. What is cupping season? Cupping. Oh, girl. (laughs) Cuffing season is when summer starts to transition to autumn and, you know, the temperature starts to drop. And, you know, now you, you hot girl summer was looking alive. You were living your best life, pimping all over the world. Now it's fat girl four and you are starting to, you know, oh. nestle a bit. You're starting to nest at home. And you're thinking, you know, women typically like scientifically have colder feet than men. Um, That's so weird because I have cold feet now. <laughs> <laughs> you see so you know you're just thinking okay let me just find a little booth thing so i can warm up my feet on but only only for the winter yeah it's only for autumn and winter when spring starts to spring again oh it's time to cut it can you imagine cuddle <laughs> buddy yeah that's cuffing season
0: That's the most Gemini thing I've ever heard. No, no,
1: no, I'm sorry. I have to take this away from Gemini. It's not just Gemini, Shem. A lot of people stays on this cuffing season tip.
0: Okay, let's look at
1: some of... Let me read
0: all of these really quickly so we can get some context of what people's... We can get like, yeah, litmus test of where everyone's standing. Okay. Asking to meet your parents, feeling entitled to someone's time, talking about the future together when you're not certain,
2: That is... Okay.
0: Saying I love you.
2: I love you.
0: Do people... Let me just read through these. (laughs) Large displays of affection. uh, Something on Valentine's Day on big holidays. Calling each other babe. (laughs) (laughs) Not communicating effectively. Don't play with my hair or my forehead. Don't don't kiss my forehead. (laughs) Prolonged (laughs) hand-holding. Brushing my hair off my face tenderly is illegal. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Refusing to wear a condom.
2: Okay, uh, that's
0: just dumb. That's not even... Public displays of affection. Meeting parents. <laughs> going to anything daytime together. So nothing in the daytime. Oh. Posting a picture of you guys together. Initiating a phone call unless it's about the hookup. Stroking your hand gently with a thumb. <laughs> so specific it is grocery shopping together talking too much about your life stories like getting too deep into high school all that stuff introducing (laughs) me to your friends cuddling with too much eye contact asking Uh. to know who else they're having sex with that's a boundary Uh, texting 24-7 I mean complaining or venting about their other partners expecting a lot of emotional support Uh, no pet names that's too much ah
2: showering together? I don't know. <laughs> this is
0: And then someone said back rubs. So do we see the okay, there is yeah. can you all mm-hmm. agree that there, this is a sliding scale? Um the sure. most extreme might be expecting to meet parents, saying I love you um but at the very other end, ha- holding hands, eye contact.
3: <laughs> Grocery shopping, dude
0: So do we I think my confusion about this My confusion about this is And I think this is probably more for Tsepi Because I have a feeling I feel like you are a slow burn Yeah And not emotionally distant But slower Like you're not in a rush
1: Yeah, I'm not racing
0: Yeah, you don't seem like you're racing My question is to folks Well, all of you three really Is why do First of all, women So we complain, we say there's no love this summer, we're all the good men, we're all the Will Smiths. That's accurate. Even him we've thrown in the bin, it seems. Um, Men have no emotional intelligence or, or people. But then when we're coupling, we're so uncomfortable by the most basic displays of affection like eye contact, kissing you on your forehead, playing with your hair, doing groceries with you. So there's that. And then secondly, why do we enter relationships if we don't want any of the benefits that come with it? I mean... Besides the sex and besides the really like the big macro benefits, all these other things tie it all together. So why are we denying ourselves of that kind of engagement? I'm really, really confused and distressed by these answers.
1: I feel like for me, just looking at a lot of these answers, a lot of this can be avoided if you just communicate your position clearly, like... I can't imagine someone is trying to introduce you to their parents when you've said, I only want sex from you and I'm only calling you between the hours of 10 p.m. and 5 (laughs) Um, a.m. (laughs) Nice. Just like, I think this is the thing with casual relationships. There's so much gray area in it that it's up to individuals to be more clear with what they want rather than be shocked when suddenly they're at a braai and they're meeting all the friends and they thought this was just a hookup and, ooh, whoops, no, you're introduced as girlfriend and you're like, oh, come on, what? Come, so, what? Oh, okay, sure. Mm. Um, In terms of whether or not people want it, I think people want it if they're in the, in the space for it, like if they've processed whatever they need to process for themselves to be like, cool, I'm in a space for this. But if you're not receptive to it, even unconsciously or subconsciously, I'm not sure what the right term is, then there is something else that's going on that you need to kind of tackle before you try for intimacy with mm. other people. Yeah. yeah.
3: For me, I, I don't know. Like for me, these responses seem almost like very early 20s energy, like peak hookup culture energy and it just feels like maybe because we listen to the podcast we're like sort of like moved out of that phase of our lives so it feels almost like unrelatable I definitely was one of the people that responded and I said forehead kisses are you my dad (laughs) because I don't believe in that um just as my own personal religion um that's just my own personal feelings but I mean all these scenarios that people had sort of described um, as being known as in casual relationships, except for like meeting the parents and I love you. Um, I've all I've experienced like going on dates during the day, um, going grocery shopping, um, holding hands, you know, mm. PDA, you know, even you know, what it thumb stroking the hand. You know, <laughs> that was very specific. <laughs> gently <laughs> out gently. That was very specific. Those are all, those are all activities that I have engaged in, in casual relationships. And they were still casual and I still made it out. It's like I'm still here. Um, and so I don't know if it's maybe just because like, like Tippy said, like I've just been getting better at communicating like my position and also listening to how the other person communicates their position. Because I think, um, what happens often is like this sort of like mismatch of expectations yeah. and you know like really not listening to what the other person is saying when they're when they're trying to communicate their position so if someone says to you, "Oh, I'm not looking for a relationship um and secretly you are, but you just say, "Oh yeah, yeah, not me either i'm I'm just going with the flow but then like you know two months three months down the line, like you're deep in your feelings, and this person is like still in the shallow end of this like pool because they l- literally say that they're not looking for mm. anything serious but you in order to sort of like I don't know preserve yourself or want to yeah preserve your feelings as well um and also I think sometimes in the hope that this person will be the one like that you can not change but the one that you know that you can cuff because you think you I mean, everyone thinks that they're the bomb and that they're special. And so, and if if you meet someone that you think is also really special and the bomb and you think that there's potential there, but they explicitly tell you that they don't want anything serious. Like, I mean, sometimes, you know, you just paint your clown face and you think like the dumb bitch that you are, that you can actually be the one to cuff them. But they actually said from day one that they're not looking for anything serious. So you end up being the clown. So I think there's just a lot of different factors yeah. there. I think with hopefully with like time and age and maturity and just like self awareness, people will get better at it. I hope I like I I especially because like hookup culture is so like millennial ish like part of like millennial culture. It just feels that like as we get older, um, we're sort of like lo- like leaving that behind and becoming a lot more honest and upfront about and. Also like unashamed about what you want Like you know to say like Do you want a relationship? Like yes or no Like if you don't Like Mukunda has said multiple times on the podcast If you don't ask You won't receive so you must ask
2: <laughs> You must ask well, I have, for what I have you a want. question for you um, Nunu I mean you were saying that When you're, you were having your um Casual relationships you were doing all These things that were Out of bounds Um, Why Why were you doing those things? And like, what did it mean to you? Was it all still casual? Were you not giving the wrong signals? Were you being clear? Even though you said, no, this is not what I want. But then you acted all kind of cuffing that you keep saying. This This language is absurd. Um, You know what I mean? Like, do, do you feel that that's like still clear communication? Or what was going on with you and your casual relationships while you were acting like a boo?
3: I don't know. Like, I think, I don't know if this is just like the Gemini in me that <laughs> could just sort of like,
1: <laughs>
2: <dead>. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, and in this together, gang gang. Um, like in those, I'm specifically thinking about like two instances of casual relationships one where I was the dumb bitch and I didn't listen to the person, but I was still there holding hands, um, you know, but also like semi catching feelings. And then the other time where we both were not like catching feelings, but we were holding hands, we were cuddling. Um, I really think it has to do with like constantly like discussing your feelings and really being upfront and honest about them. Like, don't be afraid to say how you feel. Like, just. Even though it's scary and vulnerability is like literally vulnerability sweats, I actually think are a real thing. And science must investigate this. <laughs> um, and you, <laughs> She said. And dude. you get the vulnerability sweats. Um, you just have to go for it. Because if you mm-hmm. don't ask, you'll never receive. And I think also what was a huge game changer for me actually is I think literally ages ago on the podcast, Nyak had said like something about this abundance mindset and, you know, just being able to like let someone go because you just believe that the universe will provide and there'll be someone better that comes along and yeah I don't think you understand yes. like how much I changed my life because I was like bitch because <laughs> oh I really feel like I'm so touched <laughs> yeah seriously it literally changed my life forever because I really feel like maybe as women or like just being socialized as girls like you really think that there's going to be like this one prince charming that's going to come for you yeah. and think- that's like the person that's going to be with like that's the person that must come save you or like that's a, like the one person that you find is like the person that you must stick with but no bitch like there's literally seven billion people okay maybe now because you know coronavirus okay that was that was very dark but that was i think <laughs> yeah, that was i think for me i feel wow. like
1: i was unintentionally raised to believe in abundance because i moved around a lot i made new friends all the time so it felt mm-hmm. like well so for me, for when I had casual relationships in Varsity, for example, I was always really clear with what I wanted. And when I saw people were starting to lean left and I was leaning right, I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Because
2: uh-huh.
1: in my mind, there's always been an abundance of people. There will always be someone else. So I can't relate to a lot of the things that people are going through where yeah. they're holding hands yeah, but against their will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's interesting about all of this is
0: it's i don't know if it's chicken and egg but it's hard to develop faith if you haven't had anything to be faithful about and proof helps with like faith and resilience so i know there's abundance if i've seen abundance if i've not experienced abundance how do i know it exists and so i but think that's where do you a lot of mine
1: is abundance because now sometimes you may think abundance and you may restrict yourself to just abundance and romantic partners but you may not realize it say for example with your friendships like I don't know a lot of people who even if they've lived in the same city and gone to the same schools have been friends with a lot of the same people since like grade one you've had abundance reflected just through friendships speak on it how is it failing you romantically to believe Yeah, that's
0: that's, that's painful. A that's a chemical burn <laughs> yeah. that the audience will have to sit with but in line with this then um we have a dilemma that is exactly what we're talking about so someone said how does one learn resilience itself i've literally tried not to care too much in casual relationships where i get the boyfriend or girlfriend experience simply putting myself through the ringer didn't make me that much tougher though the sex is so much more bomb when you allow it to but please give me advice on how to not start wanting more. Even with the expiry dates, my feelings will follow you across oceans. Must ah. I just accept <laughs> that this is uh, my nature? Also, does Makundwa live exclusively on the edge because risk is always a non-factor for her?
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can answer the second part of that question. Yes, <sighs> she does. And she drags me
1: with her. Ah! <laughs> Um, I think with this person, I feel like they need to accept that casual relationships aren't for them. And I feel like there's everything is okay with that. Like I used to have a friend who was like that who really believed she could do this whole casual relationship thing, but there are some people where your heart is in your vagina as much as it's in your chest. <coughs> like you're a relationship person and everything is okay with that. <laughs> Teppi's wrong. Tepi, we just wow. have to continue like, ah, <laughs> what can
0: we really say? I mean,
1: wow. She's a relationship person. She's not a casual relationship person, and that's fine. Like that just misspoke. But the don't thing.
0: you think I think we all want to have the range. Like back there was a time where being chased was in huh. fashion. And now I think we a lot of women want the range to be to have casual relationships and i think for whatever reason that's been branded as some form of liberation as well Mm. and feminism i think that's all in the same pot they're all the same whatsapp group and so people are it feels like if you want monogamy and if you are if you take any kind of sexual intimacy or romantic intimacy seriously then you're a prude or you're not with the times and so i think people are really Mm. trying to
1: i think it's okay to try like it's okay to try to put yourself mm. out there and take a crack at casual relationships, but you have to listen to your gut. And if you know in your gut, you've tried and it's just not for you. I feel like that's okay. Like there's nothing, you're not any less of a person if you can't, com- not even commit, as mm. participate, I guess, in a casual relationship. I, I also want to chime in and it sounds like
3: that this person might also be deliberately engaging in like semi self-destructive behavior
2: yeah, because it
3: seems as though they actually do know at their core as seppi said that they are a relationship person and that their heart is located in their heart as as well as their vagina or their genitals whatever gender they are um and so the fact that they are trying to like build up resiliency, it's you have to sort of wonder why they want to do that, and in what way do they think that that's gonna sort of help them engage in these relationships differently? Like the you build up resiliency mm-hmm. by getting hurt. Like life is, you don't become resilient by living a happy like life free of conflict or free of hurts. You know, resilience comes from like hardship and pain. It's not like, (laughs) I mean... Babies yeah. are resilient because they, they learn resilience because they fall or, you know, they, you know, just, they just, touch fires. They touch fires. That's how you build up resilience. <laughs> like, you
2: don't... Your you babies don't... are in for... Right. <laughs> right. Touch <laughs> fires. <It's a> Nunu.
0: <laughs> Babysitting. Tiffy's yeah. the
1: one that said fires. Like, What's it mean? Guys, I do know someone who's <laughs> literally their nephew touched fire. I was like, yeah. Yeah.
3: So that's how you build up resiliency. So it does sound like... They might be even they, they might be putting themselves into situations that are precarious or undefined where they actually know, um, you know, intellectually that they'll get hurt. But they're saying, if I die, I die. Yeah. And that's not really how resiliency works. <laughs> yeah
2: and i think that they they might not be being honest with themselves yeah. if every casual relationship they have they start catching feelings i think one of two things is happening that either one they really do keep going for people that they um would like a relationship with but are lying to themselves about mm. that and therefore they find themselves catching feelings because this is the kind of person they want to be with anyway or two they are they either don't value themselves enough um to you know the, the kind of person that um and when I say the kind of person that includes myself where I'll get a have a I used to have a crush on someone just because I find out they have a crush on me or like so I'm I just start I've kind of forced these feelings when I find that I'm being desired um so it could be that they don't um either hold themselves highly enough to 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 create that boundary mm-hmm. um and to not just think oh well I'm desirable. I must be, they must, you know, there must be something amazing about them that they want to be with me as well. And so on and so forth. Mm. I hear that. And I think, I mean, to
0: answer that. So the the last point you made is Mukundwa a daredevil. Um, (laughs) There's a really big distinction between, as Nunu said, between uh, vulnerability and clownery um, and (laughs) self-destruction. So I'm 27 and I've not had one, self-respecting romantic encounter in my entire life like every single person that i've been with romantically and sexually has not been to my it's been to my it's been it's been what i wanted but codependency and toxic behavior uh finds its equal Mm -hmm. so i was definitely serving the parts of myself that needed to be filled but that doesn't mean that was uh it was self-serving, but not mm. beneficial. Mm. So yes, I've done things with the reckless abandon, but that's because I was reckless. Um, it doesn't mean I was brave. I think there's nothing brave. It's not intimacy or bravery if you have nothing to lose because you know it's going to crash and burn. That is self-destruction. Mm. So I think that difference is so important. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm breaking that curse. That's never happening to me again. But because I have had to... You have to also think... If you have a victim mentality that I'm always so available for love, but it always keeps leaving me, you're failing to see how you are contributing to your own suffering. And because of that, you'll always attract people and situations where you're always left in the dust. So that might be where you are. I mean, if it's happened once, twice, every single time, um, I would kind of interrogate that maybe you're not the long-suffering person who just wants to give. Maybe you're looking for love in all the wrong places. So you have... Yeah, and that's the easier way out, really. It's the more comfortable and... Mm-mm. yeah familiar but on that note of familiarity question about this should intimacy feel like home or should it feel uncomfortable like Ooh. should it make us feel unsettled that than, is such
1: a good question do you know what i mean or does it mm. feel like
0: you're returning home or slipping into a warm bath like what is it I for you, like all it of you what, like what does it feel
1: like for me it's definitely intimacy should be as comfortable as like getting into your bed at the end of the day or like being in your own kitchen it just can yeah. you change
0: that to vulnerability i think intimacy is a bad word vulnerability
3: i think there's a difference <laughs> between the two hey mm. yeah the, there is yeah
0: so let's let's do vulnerability. Mm. intimacy we can create That's with anybody question. but vulnerability does that feel like home or is that uncomfortable vulnerability like basically uncomfortable. i think oh. what i'm trying to ask is how do you know when yeah. it's right when, when do you know when you're doing it right should it feel good or should it feel uncomfortable
2: Okay, I think that's ah. a. Yeah, that that question makes it easier for me. Uh huh. What do you think? Oh no, I still don't have an answer, but that's clear to me because <laughs> for me, the definition of vulnerability is uncomfortable. Uh, so it yeah, can't yeah. feel like you can't. It can't feel like home in the sense where you can relax because you can't relax in uncomfortableness. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Well, anyway, my initial thought was that it's a mix of the two. But that it it kind of keeps climbing. You know, the graph that kind of zigzags, but is always going upwards. Yeah. So it's, mm. yeah, it's um uncomfortable. But then it's because of that, it gets better. And then it's uncomfortable, then gets better. Okay. And then uncomfortable, then gets better. Yeah. So you keep
0: unlocking the next level. And it gets yeah. harder yeah. and harder, yeah. but better and better. Yes, yes. Interesting. And how will you know when because i'm thinking for this person as well i mean i i really want to talk about have an episode about intuition because it's just so Mm. how do you know when to trust yourself is the ultimate answer always am i gonna get
2: interviewed for that (laughs) (laughs) always trust yourself yeah but how
0: would you know so if I'm with problematic bay because I am self-destructive mm-hmm. and the sex feels like home this person said the sex is always a bomb Yo. how at what point is her body supposed and this is a she her at what point is her body supposed to be telling her that you know where's the red flag how can they even trust themselves how do they know what does it feel like because it's so easy we're on the other side where we know like yeah if you've not exercised that muscle before what do you do
3: The thing is, I think there's, I think one thing that we don't really talk about a lot is that it actually, oh, this is going to sound so like roundabout, but it it kind of takes guts to listen to your gut. Like it takes like some sort of, um, yeah, I, I think there's some sort of energy that you need or like some sort of like. Um, mm-hmm. strength for lack of a better word to listen to your intuition because I think it's so easy yeah. to like negate those niggling feelings and you know I had I, I had actually mentioned to a couple of friends this week on another group chat just like you know when it comes to like online dating and um the sort of like really like virtual oh. dating space that a lot of us are in right now is that like you can just even though you're not in front of the person or like you're not necessarily like really like feeling their energy like being transferred to you like as you might do if they were like sitting right next to you or sitting in front of you you can just feel like that you might not vibe with this person just from the way that they communicate Mm. on an app the way that they might type a word like the way that their profile pictures are set up like if you don't even like like one small thing like from the jump then babe it's already like there's already something in your mind or in your body that's telling you that this is not the person for you so you really have to be like super in tune with that and also to not just I think go blindly and I think like rather in that sort of like um lack mindset of like thinking that there won't be any other people for you like literally people are millions of people are swiping every single day there's millions of (laughs) dick bombs um dick bombs Bomb dicks Bomb, dick. <laughs> bomb dicks <laughs> dick, dick bomb, bomb Very bombs. different <laughs> Keep
2: away
3: from dick bombs Yeah, that would not be fun Or it might You know, I don't know Dildos for the nation Okay I kind of yeah. see
1: Oprah Oprah doing A thing like that Especially now that Stedman's in the guest house You know Things are Ooh. happening <laughs> our oh, uh, guest house? Yeah Why is What's going on? They're quarantining Oh yeah, Stedman's self, Yeah, Stedman's in self-isolation Quarantine, uh, he babe He flu-like symptoms Wow
2: yeah, so she said I wanna
1: know how big that guest house is.
3: I think he probably
1: lives there full time. <laughs> yeah.
2: I am Sabrina. When Idris <laughs> was like black people, you can get it. I was like,
0: hmm. <laughs> people were like, who's paying you Idris? Come to you.
3: <laughs> they said white monopoly capital. Yo. <laughs> WMC. Him. Um. Oh. So I think, you know, sh- that person probably knows like when that nigga ain't in the room or even when she just has to text him that there is something in her body that ain't feeling right yeah the only time it feels nice and this is probably the only time it probably feels nice Mm -hmm. is when she is receiving that
1: dick yeah otherwise yeah yeah.
3: Yeah. it's not nice i can tell you that honey Been there done that
1: yep what does everybody think is the difference between vulnerability and intimacy oh if there is a difference
2: i th- i think you need um vulnerability to be intimate um and i think i think intimacy is the the all-encompassing kind of the, the pleasurable the vulnerable the learning the giving um but vulnerability is just a component of it mm Yeah.
0: Intimacy, vulnerability.
1: Because I suppose up until now, I probably never gave it much thought, but just unconsciously Mm. thought of intimacy as physically, like physical, and Mm -hmm. vulnerability as emotional.
2: Not realizing Mm, that the two
1: can actually walk hand in hand. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: That's a really good question.
0: I think... I wonder. I feel like it's one of those questions you'll never have the answer to. But if you keep asking yourself while you're engaging with people, it just will bring a lot of clarity. Because I mm. think you can manufacture intimacy, in my opinion. Um, mm. If you throw two people in the room and they're naked, that's intimate because it's vulnerable. But it doesn't necessarily mean it a whole. It 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 doesn't have to have been. Healthy. It doesn't have to have been consensual. You can have intimacy. It, like it doesn't. It doesn't mean it's a positive or like a beneficial mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because I think a lot of people, a lot of us, I certainly have tried to manufacture intimacy with people. Um, but being vulnerable out of context is dangerous. I think it's quite cruel to yourself. Yeah. To do it in a space where there'll be no reciprocation or no holding
2: of space. Yeah. Um you're- I. you know, the the example that you just gave now, like two people are thrown into a room, and they're both naked and that's it's intimate but not vulnerable, I think you said, or something like that. To me that isn't in that or you said it's vulnerable. To me it, it isn't because intimacy um requires intention. Whereas mm-hmm. that's just you're just naked there and it's there's no um There's no no emotion, there's no emotional kind of connection or sharing between the two of you. So yeah, to me, and that's why, Mm. you know, I think you mentioned also like the difference between intimacy versus oversharing. That to me would be like an outward expression of oversharing It's just being naked there together. Whereas being Mm. intimate is sharing what this means and um, Mm. inviting someone to explore your body with you or something like that, like then that becomes intimate. Mm. Yeah. So
0: this is another dilemma. Hey, I've known a guy for seven years. He originally pursued me. And for the last year we have been talking nonstop. We have now come to a space of understanding that we both have really strong feelings Uh, the emotional connection is incredible and we have so many shared values and beliefs, but uh, we have also realized that it's not manageable for either of us at the moment. So my questions are, A, is timing a real thing in relationships? And B, am I a clown for emotionally investing in something that may never be?
1: Hmm. I absolutely believe in timing. When I used to watch How I Met Your Mother, there was a character that said that the two key ingredients you need to make a relationship work are chemistry and timing. And if either of them is off, the relationship isn't going to happen. So in terms of her question, I feel like it's really good that they realize they have the chemistry and that the timing's off, but I don't know why she's necessarily thinking she's a clown. If this is kind of, they just, it seems like they're fully communicated and they both know they're not in a space for timing but it doesn't sound like they're closing the door either like it sounds like they're both leaving the space open for future when the timing is better assuming the chemistry is not yeah. going anywhere is
0: there such a thing as time i mean i don't know if i agree like if it's i don't know i feel like if if you're saying it can't happen now then it just can't happen ever like what do you mean timing
1: uh, yeah. what, <laughs> no. what do you mean
0: timing how can you timing say, oh, it's means- good, but just not for now? No, no, it's either good or it's not. I'm in the
2: same no. boat. Nigga, what? if you want me, you want me now. Let's yeah. do this now. What is timing? I don't Guys, some timing, people just then.
1: recognize they do not have the space for you in their lives right now. Like how then, things then are in right. their minimal is what they can do for you.
0: But then why call it that? But then you're not. To hmm,
1: me, I think,
2: to, I'm, me, I'm, I, I think I, to me, it's it sounds like the shirking of responsibility yet again. Right? Where because Of who? Why are you saying it like that? Of the man? Right. This is a she her. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm mad at the the. I'm assuming it's a male in this equation. It just makes me feel better. Um, yeah, like take responsibility and take the plunge or don't and stop stringing each other along, or he should stop stringing <laughs> her along and move on. But but you know like oh it's you know we've been in love for seven years and it's just never seems to work out and oh we're star-crossed lovers and all you know woe yeah. is me. Move on, <laughs> let go, move on. <laughs> there's no timing. There's no time that's going to make that right. If you, no. This is the seven years one, right? Yes. Yeah, no. If you haven't
1: found the time in seven years, I have more follow-up questions for this, babe. Like you're telling me in the seven years. You guys couldn't just... Find the time. But, okay, outside of her specific situation, I do believe in timing. Mm-hmm. So just, just to add, she did say,
0: I've known him for seven years. He originally pursued me. But for the last year, we've been talking
2: nonstop.
1: So it's only really picked up over the last year. So
2: he, he's gotten cold feet now. <laughs> timing. Because now she's like, okay, I'm ready. What, I'm available. What could
0: and be happening like, oh. in your life, though? That you're saying, I want to be with you, but my life is exactly. such a...
1: Mm-mm. I don't know. Maybe one of them is moving countries. Maybe one of them is in a relationship. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. So they're not available. It's
2: like, And if you're moving country, uh, then you're not available because you don't have a long distance. But that's what
0: they're saying, timing. We like each other, but timing. The timing is wrong. Ah, ah. I actually see, okay. <laughs> hmm.
3: <laughs> so, No, but it's fascinating because Teppi and I actually had this week spoken about... Um, a a person or a man who had gotten divorced, and um at the end of his divorce, he ended up going back to like his girlfriend from like grade eight or something, like trying oh. to hit her up. Like, so I think timing really does factor into those things because sometimes it's just a match, a mismatch of people's relationship statuses, yeah. where they are in their lives, um professionally, personally. You know, and so sometimes it does so happen that um, that people will link up, like, years later. Like, wasn't there that show on Netflix about the exes
2: getting back together?
3: Called oh, my God, I back- loved
2: it. It's an Australian back- show.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called Back with the Ex. I mean, that's yeah. sort of... And then there was that older couple that they had both gotten married and they both had kids. And then I think they both got separated and then literally like 25 years plus later, they said, okay, maybe now the timing's right. And man, they literally moved, well, he left Australia, he left the US to go to Australia to like try and make it work with this woman. So, you know, timing guys, it's a real thing. I think so. (laughs) It's making sense. Are you guys team timing now?
2: Um, I'm team timing I'm no I need some I need some time maybe when the timing's right (laughs) (laughs) so uh, in terms of this
0: person so am I being a clown for emotionally investing I don't know that this person it doesn't sound like they're investing it just sounds like they are following the natural progression which is a closing of this chapter Um, and I think you can be loving to a person without being in love with them or being suggestive Mm -hmm. and I think that's fine like you're not being being kind and loving isn't being a
2: clown yeah. Yeah. Definitely. As long as they're not holding out, like with hope, it's that still if they're still holding out that. So the impression that I got was that they are hoping the timing will improve. Maybe you're eight. And then then for me, that would be clown territory. Yeah. There's this a long one. Yak's a better reader. So
0: you're going <laughs> to read this one.
2: <laughs> OK, some context first so i've been snapchatting this dude for the longest time think three to four months and maybe a bit longer i'm super interested and i can't seem to tell if he is but i assume he is because he keeps snapchatting me anyway i haven't been able to meet up with him because i live like three to four hours away and don't want to make the drive if the dick is subpar and we don't and if we don't click I was around the area where he lives last month when I was visiting family and had a free house, a house for a couple of hours and invited him to come chill. He said, yeah, if you're keen, I can come. And I was nervous or excited only for him to bail last minute the next day because he forgot to go help out. He forgot he had to go help out with his parents. We've still been Snapchatting after this. How does it feel being a clown? Yeah. How does
3: it feel being a clown?
2: Yeah. (laughs) To this person? How does it feel? (laughs) Let me carry on with the, this, it still continues. So we've still been Snapchatting after this point, but I don't know if I'm the biggest clown in the entire circus for doing so. So shame they know. Um, So in summary Do you think I should continue to invest In whatever this situationship is Or should I just dip Part of me really wants to continue As he is nice and super In caps attractive Like the hottest person I've talked to But another part of me feels like I'm just a bench warmer And I don't know if he feels the same way as I do Hey Hey This person already knows what they need to do. They
3: already call themselves a clown. Yeah. Um. You need to dip. There's no further discussion that needs to be had
1: on this. So I I feel like so before today actually before Peru, I didn't know that people use Snapchat as the only form of communication. So I first Gen Z don't know if this person is only using. Dude. Gen Z. So guys. I don't know if all they have is Snapchat and no SIM card, but if they have a SIM card <laughs> and a phone number and you don't have it, you communicating with them on Snapchat is not. is not Unmix it. <laughs> it's not like you are. He's not setting you up to be his future wife, babe. Like, like all yeah. you have is a username. Bug. All you have is a handle. Ah, um, on a messaging service where the messages disappear.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, no, and also if you think he's the hottest thing you've ever seen, I really think he looks in the mirror and knows he's the hottest thing that a lot. So I really think he is—he's the captain of the team, and you're definitely on yeah. the bench.
0: But also, I like to use—I like to use that kind of. Um, benchmark as like a manifesting tool like if i could talk to someone this attractive that's just like a taster of what is in store for me i I like to think of it that way so i love that
1: i agree i agree same but also i really find it odd that the only way she thinks this man likes her is because he talks to her like (laughs) on snapchats babe what is he actually what are the words he uses for you not just that he just talks to you does he call you? Does he message you? Does he have you on the socials if he has other socials?
0: Wait, so do you guys believe, when it comes to like men, cishet males, that if they like you, it is extremely obvious?
3: What? Extremely In the- <laughs> obvious. Men.
1: <laughs> Can my experience
2: <laughs>
1: In my experience, guys will just tell. <laughs> If they like you, <laughs> or they'll do like a lot of favors for you quite nicely. <laughs> I mean, I think it's
3: it's it's so hard to say, right? Because on one hand, like I think head men are also like quite concerned with like sexual pursuit and like that, and so if you're just a hot girl, you can get away with like a lot. Like, I don't know that apparently a lot of hot girls get free weed, but anyway, that's been nice. Yeah, um, we do. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> it is. It is. I did not know that that was a thing, but, um, like, so it's, I think it can be difficult to like discern between those two. If it's like a sexual pursuit interest or like a genuine,
1: like romantic interest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends. Like for me, it's, if cishet men can say something and their actions coordinate with what they're saying Mm. then they like you Mm. but if there's if there's a distortion between the two like they're telling you they want to spend all this time with you but they never make plans to spend time with you Mm. they do not like you and also you see like he didn't i mean she
3: kind of also, didn't really ask him directly. Like, oh, do you want to hang out? Like, he said, "We can chill if you keen." Like, mm-hmm. that's not a that's very not a affirmative. <laughs> that's not yes. Um, that's not yes. That's such a soft, like, mm, yeah, maybe, like, almost like he might say no, like, if he's got better plans, like, to help yeah. out his parents. Like, he actually said, "Actually, is probably is more popping with my family than it is to yeah. even just hang out with homegirl."
2: Yeah, who lives I mean, four hours away and... Ha- mm. you know, four hours. We might never get to see each other. But what I don't understand and is... And had a free house. A free they could having sex in every room.
0: Like, you you th- that's the cue.
2: Have... It's not yeah, even coffee. They...
0: Can you imagine? It's a house with But rooms. why do people talk to... I would never speak to anybody without the intention of either having sex or getting married. So why do people speak to people just like why would he waste his energy talking to this person for nothing
1: men do that men do that i remember i've got a best friend ben shut up ben hey ben um i was complaining (laughs) to him once about some guy who was always flirting with me but never trying to make an effort for me and he was literally like i'm really sorry to tell you but some guys really just flirt for fun they're not flirting with purpose and i was like and it seems like such a simple thing and it almost seems like a logical thing but ben telling me that has changed the game Wow. I would not have believed that until, I, I mean,
2: if you hadn't said that you heard it from an actual um, male identifying male. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: or, <laughs> or, or what they do is that, yeah, you keep the bench warm and then if they want to keep you as like a side option um, to be a side chick, then, then you are available and open because they've been keeping the channels of communication open between you two. It's very amiable and so there's that option to just make you a little side ting Yeah. And then they when they, they do fire actually find up. the one that they want. Yeah. yeah they, they gas you up. They gas up your 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 libidinal energy, your emotional energy, your <laughs> mental energy.
1: Dude. Just to
3: leave you on zero. They empty Amazing. your tank. Uncroyable.
1: Um last month there was Incroyable. a girl uh there was a girl on Instagram last month who managed to hack into her boyfriend's Instagram locked him out, and then she proceeded to take screenshots of all his DMs to other women and posted them onto his Instagram. And reading a lot of those DMs, you could see the way that he communicates them, he really just had an intention of all those other women being sides. Like, he'd set up all these plans with them that he wasn't going to make. He had empty promises. It was all this, like, exactly what we're saying. But... See, I think people I mean, should do jail time for that kind one of thing. One side and, Dude, agreed. Honestly, honestly, for wasting resources, Tell the employers, yeah, bruh. <laughs>
3: Whose data were you using to do that? It was probably your employers. <laughs> and I'm going to catch you on LinkedIn. This is why when I date niggas, I go straight to their LinkedIn. Because I need to see where you work and what you do. Because, Ooh. bitch, That's if clever. you fuck me up, I'm telling your boss.
1: Clever. I'm kidding. I'm i love that. That, that is the
3: cute... I love but it. I, I, I like to think that I will.
0: <laughs> Yo. Now, this is the best dilemma I've ever received. Dilemma. I want to fuck my friend's dad. <laughs> I've asked... I think we should pause and just breathe that in.
2: (laughs) What? What? What?
0: (laughs) I've asked other friends removed from the situation what they think and it's divided. Some say it's a dick move. They'd be mad if I did it to them. But to me, it's just sex. It has nothing to do with my friend and hopefully she would never know anyway. I'm just trying to smash someone I have physical chemistry with. Nothing emotional. What do you think? Me and the friend used to be super close, but aren't now as we live in different countries, but we see each other once a year on average.
2: Can I tell you, first of all, this dad obviously doesn't communicate in Snapchat messages that disappear. He's a solid man. Damn, I'm screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, no, I have, I have nothing to say as of yet, please what do you two think they they say that they have physical chemistry like how do you know that like when did this become
3: apparent i have so many questions dude let's add
0: something i've assumed is that the dad she feels there's some sexual tension (laughs) let's assume there is that the dad is like you could get it she's also like you could get it gotta be
3: mad drunk to admit that ah i'm just surprised I would have done it and I would not have told a single person. Like I not would not
1: send it as a dilemma. Yeah, I would not
3: have. Okay, maybe I would have sent it mm-hmm. as a dilemma because you guys are third parties. But I would not have gone to the group chat and said, hey, guys, what do you think about me smashing so-and-so's dad? Fight that, bitch. That's what you take to your <laughs> grave. You write that in your diary and you burn it and you keep it moving.
0: Yeah.
2: I would not do it.
0: You wouldn't. Why? Why wouldn't
2: you do it? So this is not even a friend, Zeppi, anymore. It's just you knew them in primary school. They literally no, still friends, but see each other once near. Not okay. close friends. But that's friends. only
1: because they come home. I have an unnatural inclination for honesty. Like now I'm gonna always see your dad and be licking my lips. <laughs> but like, you never see this what? person. <laughs> <laughs> why are you licking your lips? Like, oh yeah. But literally, <laughs>
2: You bump into the dad at the grocery store because you still live in the same city with him. The daughter lives now in China and comes home once a year for Christmas.
1: Nah, I don't have faith it's the kind of thing that you can keep secret. But I suppose it's also because I uh, know of... Niggas have I know someone, someone <laughs> I know someone who knows someone who's been in that situation where they have a friend whose dad slept with their friend. And not even, it didn't just end, they started the sexual relationship. Babe was getting oh, trips to yes. New York with the dad. And her, like, as the ah. oh. as the physical daughter, like the genetic makeup of this man, wasn't getting that kind of treatment. And I think that's where it can kind of blur. No. Like, maybe for her, it could be just sexual. But she doesn't know if for him, he could suddenly be developing some sort of old school emotions now he's spoiling her more than he's spoiling his own daughter. Now it's awkward. Now we're here. Like... Oh, God.
0: I think I definitely question the dad's motives. I'm more shaken by the dad engaging in an interaction than with this mm. girl engaging. Like, the fact that he would is wild. Yeah. The fact that she would makes sense. Like, yeah.
2: hey, yeah, that's get what true. you want to get. That's true. On his part, it's questionable. For her, it's
0: like, yeah, well. There's something about men, like, having sex with someone 40 years younger than you
2: yeah fascinating but some but having sex with someone 40 years older than you hot yeah
1: (laughs) it's you exploring your 20s
0: hey (laughs) let's just think about like guys i'm trying to think who's a sexy dad well, the okay, guy, I'm mean, gonna say with Chris Hemsworth, well, no, oh, Jason yes. something, Jason or Bateman. or oh,
1: think of like a, a Ben Affleck, Jason Momoa.
0: Yeah, Momoa. That's Momoa. not a typical
1: dad, Ooh, guys. Don't even yeah. play yourself. That's a dream okay, dad. Fine. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith.
2: We don't. Our lives don't have the range. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom, H- <Exactly>. <laughs> <If> <laughs> Tom Hanks. Exactly.
0: If Tom Hanks, no, Okay, Tom yeah. Hanks. Tepes. Yeah. probably <laughs>
2: has the worst <laughs> orgasm
0: face. Yeah. I couldn't.
2: Not Tom Hanks. So.
1: <laughs> he needs to stay in my childhood yeah. story. Leave Tom alone.
0: Are you telling me that if Tom if you went to school, you went to matric with Tom's <laughs> daughter with Chet. With Chet. Oh, okay. And Tom was like, I don't know, he met you in Willys and he's like, gosh, you you know, would you want to come over for mimosas? Like
2: Yeah, your hips are really No, 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 no. don't do this. Don't do it. <laughs>
0: anyhow are you not smashing tom even though he's someone's dad
1: so now that you've put it that way and we specifically used no no just listen now that we have specifically used chet as the example i'm actually finding that if my friend is a guy and his dad is the one who's coming i'm definitely going for it but if i know chet's daughter i mean if i know tom's daughter i think i'm just gonna struggle (laughs) I think I place so much um, faith in female relationships yeah. than I do in male relationships right. okay. that it's okay for me to screw over my male friends. Actually, yeah. a follow-up question. My sure. female friends. I-
0: follow up. So this was on another podcast I was listening to. So um, two boys are friends, uh, y- young men, I guess. Two young men are friends. Um, the One of the young men dies and leaves behind his mother and his younger sibling. So the friend of this young man starts to take money and food to the mom just to help out in the house and, you know, to play with his younger siblings and develops feelings and starts to date the mom of his deceased friend. So the men who were discussing this were saying that's disgusting, revolting, un- that's ridiculous, crossing a line. What do you guys think of that? I mean, so he's, he's now helping take care of the house and yeah, he's in a relationship with mom.
1: I'm gonna need the name of that podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna report that. <laughs> no, but I just I find their response so interesting because um, I went to, I went to a lot of girls' schools, but we for a long time the girls' schools I went to had brother schools. Yeah, and at all those brother schools, all those guys were always so disgusting about the hot moms. Like it didn't matter if they were friends or not. They Bruh. were always gross about the hot moms. Mulf! No and porn, Doug. Even when I was doing my articles, guys still disgusting about hot moms. So mm. I'd really like to know <laughs> at what point did men decide, as a collective, now all of a sudden it's bad. Mm-hmm. When through your teenage years and your early twenties, it's fine, mm-hmm. but now when the guy is coming and bringing resources to the household and taking care of the mom, suddenly, nah, Doug, it's it's too much. It's disgusting. It's crossing a line. Yeah. What?
3: It's all fun and games. It's all stuffless mom until someone actually achieves stifless mom. Exactly. Yeah. Then we want to rock. Now we want to fight. Ooh. Now we said after school is after school. Come on, man. Don't be weak.
0: Would <laughs> you guys be happy then if you think of all your best friends? If you were to pass and your <laughs> your friend coupled with your parent and like, you know, was with them and a good partner,
1: would you be okay I'm with I'm wanting that? you for sure. There's no ah, oh, suddenly the tone has changed. Yeah. I got to be honest. For me, my number one priority if I die is if my sister's taken care of. How that happens as long as she's taken care of. Yeah. If this thing that you're doing causes her emotional distress, I'm coming to haunt you. If she's fine with it, we're cool. Hmm.
2: Do you know what? It's only weird for me because this is someone that used to be like your child because they are your child's friend. And now because they didn't come from your womb or your penis, um, it's okay to fuck with them or to, you know, have yeah. relations with them. That's all. It's, so it's just... more questionable for your parent than that, for your yeah, friend yeah. you're saying. Yeah. That dynamic well, will yes. always
1: be weird to me though. I just, I can't, I don't know how to process or empathize with that transition from, my little boy and you guys are going to occasionally look at old pictures of each other to now you're my little lover. Like, Mm. yeah, I don't know how to process that transition.
0: Well, didn't Diddy, Diddy dated his
1: son's ex-girlfriend? Dude. Yeah. (laughs) Steve Harvey's daughter. Now she's onto future. Don't say Steve Harvey's daughter. Steve Harvey's daughter. Don't say Steve Harvey's daughter. (laughs) He snapped after that. Steve Harvey must be rolling. Good. I feel like Steve (laughs) Harvey does not have a say. Lori Harvey's mom is definitely the one. She's Kris Jennering behind those scenes. But the way Steve Harvey talks
0: about women and men, this is honestly such... This is fascinating. Right. Oh. Wow. Well, girls and gays, you've had your dilemmas answered. I think in terms of sleeping with that... Well, let's just go around the table. I say, look, all I'd say is that I think you've kind of been messy with it already, asking different people. You've also said you just want to sleep with someone you have mm. chemistry with. There are loads of people you can have chemistry with. Um, You know your intentions and you know the pain you might be causing. So do what you want with all that in mind, is my answer. Yeah. Yeah, because mm. already it sounds like just your tone. It's, I don't know if it's even worth it. Um, <laughs> nyak? Uh,
2: yeah, I think so. I think... Yeah, gauge your situation. Look at the damage you'll do or not do. See if you actually can keep it under wraps. I mean, do you and the dad happen to live far away from everyone that you know? Um, Can it be enjoyable? If so, go for it. If not, think about, you can still go for it. Um, Yeah, but I think I I agree with Mukundwa. There are just so many people that have chemistry with. So don't be lazy because there's already an underlying chemistry with someone that may be a child, you know, a love Mm -hmm. established in childhood. And you two, what do
0: you
1: think, Nunu and Seppi? Chemistry doesn't make for great sex, eh? You could literally, like, just because you have chemistry with someone does not mean you'll have bomb sex. Um, Mm -hmm. I think she needs to consider how she will feel after the sex if it gets out. Even by mistake, even if it slips. And if she's comfortable with the consequences of it slipping, fine, babe, do it. But mm-hmm. if you are going to want to get a fake passport and move countries when the commercial <laughs> flights open again, probably don't do it.
2: Very real. Hmm.
3: And you knew? No, everyone's already said every all my thoughts. So I'm still side eyeing just a little bit. Yeah, I'm <laughs>
1: screaming
3: internally, <laughs> internally. Ah, man, oh man, my, oh, man. With my third eye.
0: With your third eye, we love it. Always the irakaba do I. Thank <laughs> you so much, ladies and non binaries and gents. How do you guys? What are your pronouns? <laughs> she,
2: she and her, her. or they, them. This part the relationships. Okay, Be thank him.
0: you. She and her doesn't matter. Okay, thank you, friends, so much for your contribution all the way. That was amazing. We. Are going to link uh, their socials, Nunu socials, Tepi socials, in the description box. All right, girls and gays, have a, gosh, great week further under quarantine. All of you, stay safe, stay moist, stay blessed and moisturized. Take care of your mental health and each other. And your sexual health, like get some nuts in. Mm. It helps reduce stress, all of us.
1: That's if you live with your nut service don't just go searching for it yeah no no <laughs> outside
3: nuts no uh, no uh, yeah yeah no no no, no. outside oh, nuts oh yeah, yeah
1: indoors yeah.
0: use your hands yeah yeah, yeah, no, no, no.
3: yeah.
0: all righty goodbye
2: bye bye <laughs> bye guys bye